Good morning, everybody. It is Daily Crypto News. My name is Matthew Deemer, and it's July 27th, 2023. It's a Thursday. We're starting a little bit later than usual today. Let's get straight into it. As everybody in the United States has heard about, there was a congressional UFO UAP hearing yesterday, and this two-hour hearing by the House Oversight Committee on National Security heard testimony regarding the truth, in air quotes, of unidentified flying objects visiting Earth. So people on the panel pointed out that the ability of the UAPs or UFOs to withstand high winds and their erratic flight paths are evidence that they are not American-made or man-made. And they stated that the flight capabilities of these unknown objects, nicknamed Tic Tacs, were far beyond current material science that we know of, and they cannot be human-made. David Grush, the grifter, I mean, the former Pentagon task force member, mentioned a government cover-up related to UFOs, and he claimed that the U.S. government first recorded a visit by non-humans occurring in 1930s. And I will say this, I am a sci-fi nerd, and I want to believe, and I do think that there are intelligent species out there in the galaxy, but here's the thing, I'm absolutely effing sick of all of this speculation, these TV shows, these grifters, all saying that we have UFOs. If we absolutely have UFOs, and we've had it for almost 100 years now since the 1930s, then show us the damn goods or shut the hell up and actually do something in the government that does something good for the people. I'm sick of it. This is a major distraction. I can't believe that Congress wasted their time on this. Simple. Show us the UFO. Show us the aliens. Have them talk to us if we are in contact by non-humans. This is absolutely ridiculous. I'm sick of it. I'm not paying attention to it anymore. Again, I want to believe. I do believe. But I'm not putting my time into this unless you just show us the damn goods already. What do you think? Bookings at todayweb3.com. Now let's get into some real news with some actual proof that things are actually happening by actual people. North Korean hacker group Lazarus has been attributed to yet another multi-million dollar hack, this time affecting AlphaPo a large payment processor associated with gambling sites and e-commerce platforms. There are two recorded hacks. The initial hack registered a $6 million USDT, 108,000 USDC, and 2,500 ETH stolen. The second attack took $37 million in Bitcoin and Tron. So a total, they made off with $60 million. Well, Lazarus Group has been busy this year because they have reportedly, allegedly, pocketed more than $100 million in an attack on Atomic Wallet in early June. they also been linked to a $100 million Harmony Bridge hack in June of 2022 and the $190 million Nomad Bridge hack. Now, this is interesting SBF news. The U.S. DOJ, or Department of Justice, has decided to drop one of the charges against Sam Bankman-Fried relating to political donations citing treaty obligations with the Bahamas. So the DOJ charged Sam Bankman-Fried with 12 counts, 12 criminal counts, which included an allegation of violating campaign finance laws. See, what happens is, is with the extradition treaty with the Bahamas, the United States has to tell the Bahamas what the charge is, and the Bahamas will agree to release that individual. For example, somebody's in the Bahamas. They allegedly committed murder in the United States. The United States government goes to the Bahamas and says, hey, we want that guy for committing murder. They show the proof. The Bahamas then say, okay, here's the dude. They take him back to the United States. Part of the treaty is that you can't just stack charges once you get the person back to the U.S., for example, this individual leaves the Bahamas on a murder charge, gets to the United States, and then they add fraud and assault. That's not cool. You can't do that. 
And if you wanted to do that, you'd have to first write down the charges and ask the Bahamas if you can add those charges after you get the person. And if they disagree, you still can't add the charges because that's against the treaty, which totally makes sense because you don't want to concoct some kind of story to get the person and then just stack charges on some kind of like political, you know, crusade or some kind of bias or some kind of, you know. So I actually think this is a great practice. So basically, the Bahamas did not intend to extradite Sam Bankman fried on the campaign contributions count. Sam Bankman-Fried, he donated around $46.5 million to the Democratic Party, making him the second biggest donor after George Soros. So even though I kind of agree with this, I still think this sounds and smells funny. Look, as being a former candidate myself, if Sam Bankman-Fried gave me money to run a campaign or set up a pack for me, there is no way in hell I could pay him back. That money would have been gone as soon as it hit my bank account. <laughs> so any politician or person that was running a campaign if they are in Congress or are not in Congress now, I would assume that they don't have much way to pay this money back, even if you went after them. So the politicians should be off the hook. However, it's strange that he is getting off the hook as well for this. Look, he was using customers' funds to give to political campaigns. That is absolutely not in the spirit of why those funds are supposed to be used. So why is he getting off the hook? And my question is, is if you prosecute Sam McMahon-Fried for these political contributions, do you have to, as well, legally or just logically, go after the candidates and get that money back from them as well? So the thing that stinks with this whole thing is this actually a political move by Congress to drop these charges from the DOJ so they don't have to pay back this money or they're not in trouble? If anybody knows this nitty gritty of the campaign finance laws, let me know. Bookings at todayweb3.com. This next article is also about Sam Bankman-Fried, but the content is akin to talking about UFOs as it seems to be all speculation and rumor and pretty fanciful. However, I will read it as well. Crypto Twitter is speculating that Sam Bankman-Fried could be cooperating with the DOJ on a number of current pending crypto-related investigations. Sam Bankman-Fried was seen and photographed walking near the offices of the Southern District of New York's Department of Justice. Even before the photographs hit Twitter of Sam Bankman-Fried, there's been suspicions since attorneys filed new documents relating to an ongoing case that was launched by several investigators against Bitfinex and Tether. The case alleges that the firms purchased Bitcoin and other digital commodities with USDT that wasn't fully backed by USD. Basically, they weren't really stable coins. This, they say, created an artificial demand for certain commodities and drove up prices. But the most interesting thing about these new filings is that the name and financial details of a mysterious unknown crypto trader have been redacted. Could they be Sam Bankman-Fried? This trader allegedly used wallets on Bitfinex and Poloniex to buy and sell Bitcoin, and his or her wallet was one of a number of those wallets that between them received 72% of all Tether issued between 2018 and 2019. Now, really quick, I'm just say was one of a number. Is that one of three or one of 30,000? It doesn't say. Um, so that's a big difference. Also, apparently there's a WhatsApp group called Exchange Coordination. The group involves several top crypto exchange figures, including Tether's CTO, Binance's founder, CZ, Vitalik Buterin, Tron's Justin Sun, and former CEO of Kraken, Jesse Powell. The group was used to coordinate various actions by major exchange owners, such as when, when Vitalik Buterin asked platforms to stop trading Ethereum after a major hack on the blockchain. So the reason why I think this is all fanciful and speculation and honestly is like a UFO 
This case was launched by investigators against Biffinex and Tether, and the attorney filed new documents. Besides that, we don't know anything. This is all speculation. And we don't have concrete numbers of how many wallets actually had 72% of all Tether issued between 2018 and 2019. Was it 1, 2, 3, or 30,000? There is a so-called group called Exchange Coordination. What did they do? Take this with a grain of salt. Is SBF working with the DOJ? And what are we going to find out about all this? Again, time will tell. OpenAI has been privately testing a new iteration of its artificial intelligence image-generating model over the past several months. And this test is an invite-only preview inside ChatGPT4. And one of the YouTubers who have gotten this said that there's only around 400 people worldwide that have access to this new OpenAI image generator. They said that this is extremely exciting and this blows everything or anything we've seen out of the water. It's insane. Mid-Journey cannot compete at this level. Mid-Journey version 6 would not be able to compete at this level. The image samples demonstrate the AI's advanced skills. It produces sharp images with lighting and reflections that mimic real photos. The model recreated detailed paintings down to the visible brush strokes. It also recreated brand names such as Snickers, Subway, and achieved reasonably good spelling for rendered text. But as we all know, OpenAI is going to nanny the hell out of this thing. They don't want not safe for work content, nudity, violence, or anything. So if the public has access to this, it's going to be PG. By the way, I hate, 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 hate restrictions on AI. It seems like every time I use OpenAI or something, it's just saying you can't do this. It won't give you reasonable thoughts. It won't give you challenging thoughts. And honestly, they're making this thing unusable because I'm trying to create. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to bounce ideas off this thing. And honestly, and it's like talking to a five-year-old. And so anyway, this whole restricted mode thing really pisses me off. What do you think? Bookings at todayweb3.com. RFK Jr. has come out as a proponent of Bitcoin, and he says that he's proven that commitment by buying 14 Bitcoins. And who's those 14 Bitcoins for? Two Bitcoins for each of his seven children. He said, now that I'm a Bitcoin owner, and I'm sure that they'll find a different way to come at me, but no one can say I didn't put my money where my mouth is. And why is RFK Jr. a proponent of Bitcoin? Well, Dr. Joseph Merkula he is a so-called anti-vax misinformation person, apparently, in air quotes. But he tweeted this the other day. Chase Bank has shut down our business bank accounts along with the accounts of my CEO and a CFO, as well as their family members, including spouse and child. They refuse to provide any reason for doing so. The oldest account has been active for 18 years. And Kennedy replies saying, Here we have a powerful banking interest that has re received all kinds of federal government support, and it's utterly dependent on the relationship between the Fed and the federal government, and it's shutting us down one of its customers for political speech. I think that incident alone should be the one that all of us should be terrified about. And it makes the move toward Bitcoin all the more important from RFK Jr. And finally, all my old school people who've been in the space for a couple years know Quantstamp, and they raised around $28.35 million back in 2019 for their ICO. Well, they settled with the SEC for $3.4 million under the charges for conducting an unregistered initial coin offering. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. And the time is 11.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greets at 52. Bitcoin sitting at $29,251. 
down about 0.1% in 24. Ethereum is at $1,864, up 0.2%. Tether's number three, XRP is at 71.2 cents, up 1.3%. And BNB is at 240, up a percent. Running off the top 10, we have USDC, Dogecoin, Cardano, Solana, and Tron. The total market cap. We're sitting at 1.18 trillion, up about a half a percent. We have a BTC dominance of 48.2 and an ETH dominance of 19.1. And that was our show today. Tune in tomorrow because we are adding an extra segment to our episode. I hope it works out. I hope you like it. And you'll see what that is tomorrow. But until then, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>